Jimmy, we're here in the the concrete jungle. The Big Apple. Where dreams are made of. I can't think of the next line. The big lights will inspire you. Hear it for New York. Oh, come on, man. Here we go. We're taking it. We're taking it to the streets of New York City. Two weeks in a row. It feels good to be back. It, it's feeling like uh, like second home. Dude, it is good. Hey, you just calling it the second city? Oh, wow. New York is I your second city. You just did a little flip. I'm flipping here. <laughs> Dude, it's good to be out here. I love it, man. Great view so last happy. night of the entire state building. You could see the entire state building from where we were. Uh, uh, it, it's been a blast. This has been a whirlwind trip for me. We're kind of on opposites. I uh, I flew out 7.55 Monday morning, which is amateur hour. It is the blackout Wednesday of airport travel. It is the day when experienced flyers should never be at the airport. It is just families going to Cancun. Oh, was it brutal? And we're just like, we're at the little corner gate at Southwest at Midway. You know the little corner ones where they shove like 22 gates into a little four by four room? Oh, yeah. It's the New York of airport travel right and uh and just like it's like cancun phoenix all these happy people and then right in the middle at a17 is new york and we're all just pushing each other out of the way it was just like a very different vibe than everyone else in that little corridor but it's Uh, good to be here the gate energy at the airport i love guessing like look (laughs) i know where they're headed look at that crew they are birmingham bound with those Hawaiian shirts and basketball shorts. You came out Monday. You were going to come out earlier, right? We were going to come out earlier. Yeah, a busy, real busy weekend. A lot going on. A couple of things uh, uh, just didn't pan out as expected. So we uh, uh, just adjusted some travel to get out here on Monday morning. Shuffling? Hustling? Shuffling. Every day I'm shuffling. Dude, and then you had, uh, I know you were working with Titus. I did. I got to work with Chris Titus over the weekend. Are you familiar at all? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I know I see his stuff on. So I remember the show. Of course. What was it Titus World? Just Titus. What was it? What was it called? Just Titus. Titus World. Titus. Titus the Titus Show. Titus. That's all it was called. Titus. Five yeah. letters. One guy. Sounds like the end of a disease. It does. You have Christopher Titus. Oh my God. I'm going to be Chrising forever. Is that his opener? It is not. Uh-huh. I was his opener, and it was a blast. I had a really good time working with him. Uh, and, and incredibly prolific. I mean, this guy, he's got nine 90 minutes. Are you bringing him out, out right now? No, but it was, uh, <laughs> went right into the intro. Incredibly <laughs> prolific. He has nine specials. Let's make it loud for Give Titus worldwide. No, it was, uh, but it was very fun. It was different. And then, uh, uh, thanks to anyone who came out on Saturday for St. Patty's day or on, excuse me, on Thursday. I don't know what day of the week it is anymore for St. Patty's day. at Saint That was a shit show. Oh, oh Pat. Well, come on. Oh, Pat. Comedy on St. Patrick's Day didn't work out. I had a heckler who didn't know she was a problem. You ever have one of those? Most hecklers are that problem, right? Like, but she had no, like, I would be, I, like, I just destroyed her. And, like, applause breaks and just this loud grating voice. And then she'd just be like, what else? Oh, man, no self-awareness like, at all. And, and, and afterwards, she's like, hey, I'm Leah. It was so fun. What we, it's like, no, you, you fucking ruined it for people around you. It was just, anyway, it was fine. It was very fun. Uh, thanks to everyone who came out. But those are like except the worst. Except Leah. Except Leah. I love the. Uh, except Leah. What if she just chimed in right now? What a, hey. What else? I have, I plugged into that other output. Oh. You guys, you know you can plug four mics into this machine. She had this loud grating voice and just wouldn't stop talking for no. I'm like, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a massage therapist. I'm like, that sounds relaxing. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> Why don't you rub those cords what in the back else? of your throat a little bit? They sound a little rough. 
Now I'm now I'm getting after it too. Yeah, we let's feel go, bad. Let's go back. No, it's okay. You shouldn't. It was, it was but anyway. I know that energy. The uh, what? Hey, hey, after the show, like, what would you have done if I wasn't here? <laughs> no, huh? That like, was me you know, out there. I would have done my material, the stuff I had prepared. I had, a, I had a guy doing that at Caroline's. He kept saying, "Now that's funny." Like the, uh, you just can't even respond to that energy because it's like, yeah, we fucking know we're laughing. Yeah. I'm getting mad again. Let's not do Don't this. get mad, Jim. Let's not do you this. should be happy. You're I'm, in a, um, a world city here. World city. And the, the energy, you know, last night we went out after the show. We, we did, uh, MSG last night. Incredible. That's what I call it. It, well, it call felt it. like extra MSG last it night. It did. Illegal on a lot of menus out here, by the way. Madison Square Garden. The only one left in New York. Yeah, it was blast. We uh, it was great to be out there. Monday night, Jim. Who 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 does that on a Monday night? Incredible. I mean, it, it, the the vibe was amazing. It didn't feel like a Monday night. It, it, New York is starting to bustle again, even more than a week ago. It, every, day with that? every day is bustling. Every day is bustling. And uh, uh, for me, my first time experiencing MSG, the the most famous arena in the world. I mean, this is where Jordan dropped fifty five against the Knicks. Oof, double nickel. This is, I mean, where so many infamous things. The Big East tournament every year. Some of the biggest moments in sports. The Rangers and Islanders. I'll be self indulgent on the uh, Madison Square Garden experience. Uh, if you're, sp- if I'm speaking to people that are like me. Mm-hmm. They celebrate the dunk, the John Starks, the dunk. The dunk. They have his uniform or his yeah. warm up framed, the huge picture. They have like this huge, like a, uh, like a monument. Um, yeah. They lost the series. They did Jim. lose the series. And it's all over. The dunk. The they dunk. won the dunk, but I mean, they come lost on. the series. You guys did not win anything. No. Stop. Know. Take this down. <laughs> all right. So anyway, <laughs> go on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And then. What else has been there? We have had uh, Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. Coming to America. 100%. Akeem. In oh, the yeah. face. In the face, man. <laughs> what does he say? Is that what he says? I think so. And just seeing all the posters of the iconic concerts there. The, one of the great Beastie Boys shows from the late 90s there. And the, some of the Elton John and Billy Joel. I mean, these have pictures of all the incredible shows there. Dude, they have all the pictures and they have a painting and it says like Wild Bill Hickok, first expedition, <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Really? 18, yeah. It's like a drawing. A wild, it's like, are they making stuff up That's now? That's incredible. Just like have Jesus a, uh, was here. Yeah. <laughs> the Madison Square Garden. This is where Hercules came down to Ulysses. <laughs> Dude, they, um, the garden was, uh, was bustling. It was. Sold out. Sebastian sold it out. And um, had some some people coming out, and we were back there, Jim, backstage. Man, I can't thank you enough, first of all, for the experience. I mean, just uh, I mean, I, I told you we were coming out here, and we were so excited. And then you you get us the backstage treatment, which could not be, you know, cooler, nicer. I can't thank you enough, dude. And then you're the podcast the partner. You're the guy that come on. To you make it. The, you're the guy that forgets the SD card. To see the other the one names in that room. You're the one that's. Stabbing the SD card in the hotel lobby <laughs> with the steak knife, asking the guy like, "What? Well, well, the podcast wouldn't work without you." If you Unbelievable! If you couldn't go down to the coffee stand and say, "Can I have a steak knife so I can open this SD card I I'm bought also, at Dwayne Reed three seconds ago?" I'm also the guy who went to your house and picked up the podcast equipment and drove it, and then took it with me to the airport and walked it over. So oh, let's let's give the whole story. Let's give the whole story, not just the the forgetting of the SD card, the remembering of everything else. Yeah, it kept freaking out. About how am I gonna fit this? I I don't how, know. How am I gonna walk it over to the hotel? <laughs> I didn't know I'm what just to use. To, I'm trying to think if I have a bag to get it there. 
didn't think I kept freaking out. I asked you what I should use because you've done it before. Um, Gail King was back there. Yeah, she was. That was incredible. Yeah, she was back there. I've never I been s- that close to part of Oprah's inner circle before. I told her, I said, listen, Gail, GK. GK. <laughs> no, I just said, hi. I, I wanted to ask her about Oprah, didn't you? Did you tell her how much you loved the R. Kelly interview? <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot she was yeah. one that handled that. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she handled it. All right. She, she put uh, him in his place. She asked him the hard hitting questions. Um, and then who else? Uh, a, a bunch of great New York comics, right? Rosebud Baker, uh, Mateo Lane, Mark Normand all came out. Sal Volcano was Sal there. Sal Volcano. Ah, what a, I mean, so many great comics. That's the ultimate compliment too. Uh, to see the comics that came out to see Sebastian. Like that's, that's nice to see, right? It's incredible. To come out and be supportive and, you know, Absolutely. coming into New York city. A lot of big names here. A lot of big names. And there was, uh, you know, big, yeah, I was here and Chappelle was dropping in at like the, uh, the cellar last night really? or the two nights ago. Wow. And then last night you have the sold out garden for Sebastian and all the comics. It was just that energy. It was incredible. And Sebastian couldn't have been nicer, more gracious. It was just such a great time. Do you watch the Joker's sales show? Um, I, I never see it on TV. It's never, you can't catch it anywhere <laughs> in Practical Jokers. Where can you find that? It's on True TV 24 hours when? a day. I've never, like, I'm a flipping it's through. It's unbelievable. And I'm not familiar with the show. Sometimes when you're in a hotel, you just turn on the TV and it's already on. And you're like, ah, this does feel like I'm in a Hampton. I mean, that is going to be the memory, a collective memory years from now. Like that, just that show, just being on. Absolutely. It's like, I, I can't remember like a lot of like specific moments consistently funny. I flip through and if I land on it, yeah, I'll watch. I can't. You can't watch it. I can't watch it. Why? It make it's very funny. Do you think it's, do you find it unpractical? <laughs> is it not practical it's, to you? It's the practicality that I miss. No, it is. Uh, it, it's, it's uncomfortable, which is the goal of the practical jokes. I get that, but that's not like for me, I'll like be you watching it. too much. I'll be, I have to turn the channel for a little bit. I have to, I have to leave and come back when there's a new bid on. I don't like, like I was watching one last night, right? Where he's judging like a, a cake eating contest. I love how you keep trying to watch I it. I do. I'll watch it's, it until I can't. Well, it's always on. So do you like the uncomfortable feeling? I like the start of the you're, show. You're seeking out that feeling. And then when it gets too uncomfortable, I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, I can't do it. I got to like, what kind of feeling do you get? Like, uh, like, like my stomach hurts. Like I can't be the only one. There's gotta be other people who see like that type of hidden camera stuff and are like, did you I'm tell out Sal of here. Last night? I did not. Hey, Hey, good to see you. Your I show makes my, your show makes my tummy hurt. <laughs> and it, it's not, it's so Hey, thanks for the stomach aches. What? What's he talking about? <laughs> oh, your shows. Your show makes his, Oh, he's one of those. He's one of them. Stomach aker? He's one of them. He's got to know. I can't be the only person who's ever felt this way. I was watching one last night, right, where they're judging a cake eating contest. And they're telling the guy to, like, just, like, run your finger along the icing of the cake to taste it. Like, piss the people off, you this, know? This conversation is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then there was, like, a... Dude, new- when you just mimicked the, the licking the frosting, uh-huh. I, I got a stomach ache now. See what I'm saying? Now I have a tummy <laughs> Now you understand where I'm coming from. This is not practical. <laughs> and then uh, there was another one that was just like, take a big bite out of the apple on the top of the cake. So we took a big bite out of the apple on the top of the cake, you know, but he's the judge. Right. And they're all like, okay, this is weird. And then a few minutes later he leaves and they're like, okay, now we're going to send the judges in and you're a contestant. So now he's got to go back as a contestant, right. With a cake at a table and the real judges come by and they're like, what happened to the icing on your cake? And they're like, oh, the judge, you know, wanted to try it. And they're like, 
there's we're the judges. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is hilarious. And now everyone's running around trying to find this guy who just destroyed their cake in the cake competition, which is so funny. It's just incredibly uncomfortable. Like who set up the cake contest? Like, does it look like a legit, like, I mean, these are, there's fondant everywhere. It looks like, it it looks like a cake boss made all of these. They're the most beautiful cakes I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden they're coming through and and it's, it's so funny. It's so well done. But yeah, I think part of it is the design to be cringy, right? Yeah. That show. I mean, I I actually got to open for them when they did the, um, the world music theater, they're doing live shows. So they have beyond the TV show Mm -hmm. and now Sal is going out on his own. He's doing uh, a lot of stand up solo. Absolutely. Um, so I had met him once before and seen him last night, dude. Great guy. Could not be. His wife was there. Um, and uh, you know, everybody there was just good energy back there. Amazing energy. Great people back there. And I love to see like other people like react to the, yeah. To the celebs too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we had some, uh, Gail King is my, here. Yeah, my, yeah. Do you think Oprah's going to come? I don't think so, but she could. I was like the vibe in the, in the hospitality suite in general. Right. Oprah could They're friends. Yeah. It was good to see people out. Man. It was great. It was so great. And, uh, and the show was amazing. Pat. Watching you crush in front of that size audience is just one of the most fun things in the world. And then watching Sebastian go out there and just the place just lights up. I mean, you know, we did it a few years ago mm -hmm. and it was incredible. Then seems like a different lifetime when he did the four shows that flip in the room, like kind of chaos constant. Nice to have one show embrace it. Like just more in the moment. It was a lot of fun last night. I thought the people were very into it. Uh, he killed. The energy was great. Unbelievable. And just nice to have all you guys there. Then we went out at um, oh. Skylark after. Out on the town. Nice little view of uh, Manhattan. <laughs> and Pat knows how to make everyone feel comfortable as we all leave. Thank yous, hugs all around. And he's like, all right, remember, everyone, don't be a target. <laughs> all right. <laughs> as we all go our separate ways. Spread out. Run home <laughs> diagonally. Like, don't get chased. <laughs> Run in the middle of the street. I felt very safe in New York City. Absolutely. I've been here the last, uh, what is like the, three times in the last 30 days. Yeah. And uh, every, each time it's upticking and uh, feels great, man. La- feel this time in particular, right? 100%. I feel too safe in New York City to the point where I've stopped looking at like uh, uh, GPS. When I walk out of a store, I'm not always facing the direction I think I was. So I'm like, oh, we got to go two blocks that way. And then we walk that way. And I'm like, I think we went the wrong way. I think we went the wrong way. And I have to go back. I just love like last night we were looking at the businesses, like just the random mom, like, are they, it's unbelievable. And they're still open. It's unbelievable. Saw one DVD lingerie. DVD lingerie, which is where I go for both. I mean, what's the, uh, that sounds like our, <laughs> our pod, they're kind of all over the place. Where are you guys going in here? That's where you got to send people. Do you guys have VHSs and bustiers? Ah, I'm sorry. You're yeah. across the street. You have to memorize one of these random <laughs> Novel, like it wouldn't say it's like J and J and R novelty. <laughs> and like, we, oh, you're going to New York city, dude, you gotta, on, you gotta go to this store. It's on sixth Avenue, <laughs> Avenue of the Americas. Like uh-huh. oh, six and like 30. Oh my God, dude. J and R novelty <laughs> DVD lingerie. It's awesome. <laughs> it's the best. And send someone to the worst store. Mm-hmm. And then when they get there, they're like, this is no, this is it. This is what he said. <laughs> Listen, I need you to get me a shirt that says I heart NY. Uh, it's going to be seven bucks. I'm just going to give you 10. They're two for 10. So get yourself one too. All right. And, 
And then uh, I, I need that. And what else? What else do you get at those stores? Dude, I went on us.gov last night. Uh, <laughs> just curious. DVD uh -huh. lingerie got $5 million PPP. <laughs> they were sent. They were sent a lot of money. So what is the start of business <laughs> under that name? So too? they might have a new sign first. They might not have that cardboard with the marker for a lot longer. They might have get something electronic. Oh man. Smoke city CBD. That was another <laughs> one or smoke Valley CBD. That was one of my favorite names that we passed on the way here. I mean, what would they do if they didn't have the vape shops? Unbelievable. You'd have to buy weed from one of the 3000 people on every corner trying to sell it to you. You got to buy like it's a vape shop, t-shirt shop, bakery. Yeah. Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Starbucks. Dwayne Reed, by the way, that's how expensive New York is. And I learned that when we got into our hotel room, we have roommates. I wasn't expecting that. They just have to, and that's how it is. But Dwayne Reed had like, they don't even have their own. Everything is like Dwayne Reed and Walgreens together. They can't even, you know what I mean? Like big companies are like, we're going to split this rent. We got to, we're going to room with Walgreens. They're phasing that out, right? The Dwayne Reed, are they going to phase that out completely or it just still has so much cachet here? I feel like the signs are smaller. Yeah. They're like, now it's lowercase Dwayne Reed. <laughs> They're, it's like they're using a little font that mm -hmm. like guys, it's not going to be get ready for the big the red big W. Yep. That's it. We're taking over, but it's great. Did it, I tell you my Walgreens story? I'd love to hear it. When I sold paper, uh -huh. I called on Walgreens. Oh, man. Deerfield. Based in Deerfield, Illinois. Chicago company. Massive you know, organization. Walgreens had a, back in the day, I think he had a mansion on the, in my neighborhood, the South side. Man. It turned it into like the mercy home. Man. It's a Walgreens mansion. I had no idea. This is guys, my hood. That's great. I want us to do biz. I've done so much. With Walgreens. Mm -hmm. So I call on them, sell them gift wrap. Went there, had, had my boss with me. Dude, waited. This guy made me wait for like two hours. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding you. And um, I think he was expecting like a PowerPoint, like a big presentation. And I was going hung on. over. <laughs> I was hung over. I was going on personality. I went like, out in Deerfield. What's up, dude? I went to Dayton. I'm, I'm <laughs> super competitive. That's, that was like my, <laughs> that was my resume go to. <laughs> Tell us about yourself, Pat. Uh, I went to Dayton. It's awesome. Uh, played basketball in high school. I love the team atmosphere. I'm super competitive. Um, self-starter. <laughs> we had the most 24 pack cartons on our wall of any home. We're the most competitive. We win. That's what we do. <laughs> like if you had to tell you, tell us something about yourself. Well, you know, I just, you know, I, 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 I try really hard and I was so bad at those. That's awful. And no, no one coached you up at then. No, I had no clue going no. in that. My resume I was always told it was supposed to be like one page, right? Yeah. One to two pages. I've always been told real brief, very like to the point. Yeah. I'm not great at that. I have a buddy who's got a great Walgreens story too. Oh really? Well, first of all, what happened with that? I want to hear the end of this. I, that was one of my first jokes, actually. The resume paper, uh -huh. like the marble, like, <laughs> like, like impressing people. Like <laughs> look at this, this one here is engraved on marble. This one's on a slab. Let's call this guy in. <laughs> So yeah, dude, I, um, I go there, I had to wait like two, three hours and I went in there and again, it was like, for me, yeah. we would just call on people, introduce ourselves, say, Hey, this is what we do. Yeah. What do you guys do? What are you looking for? What and this guy was like, I'm going to stop you right there. Oh boy. As we're, he's like, you don't have a, uh, like cost analysis or like a RFP, like fucking I, dude. Oh boy. Like, Hey man, I'm, yeah. You know who we sell to? <laughs> Just coming in here, man. Trying to impress my boss. I got right. the appointment. Right. You're the, the dick. You made right. us wait for two and a half hours. Yeah. 
And I think I said that to him too. Oh boy. He's like, so you got the business. He calls me out and I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm like, we're, we waited for you for three hours. Yeah. It's like one of those names you memorize. You're like, if I ever write a movie, this guy's going to die in it. <laughs> What's the name? This is the, the character that's going to get, you know, and you still know what you have to tell us run know. over by a freight train. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I have the name of the character. Okay, good. Do you feel? Do you? Does your brain work that way? There's a few. I got a list. I always think back to Steve Buscemi and uh, and Billy Madison. <laughs> I'll put you the know what I'm talking about. We got the people, the people to kill list. I always think, but there's a few names I would use in my movie where they get run. That's a great way to think of it. Oh, You're going to get run over by a train in my movie. Oh, That's sure. a great way to look at it. Walgreens. I don't know if I've told this before. I've got a buddy. You ever have a friend who just like uh, falls into everything? Like everything just works. You know what I mean? Like everything just works. His, uh, yeah, you, Jim. No, <laughs> I forget SD cards. <laughs> um, his, uh, he's like, yeah, my wife's dad just, uh, was selling computers to this little company, little pharmacy in Deerfield. You know, they were brand new and he, he, they had just gone public and he, he sold like two computers to them, got like his first big check, like $400 and was like, I just really believe in what they're doing. I'm just going to put it into the company. And he just bought $400 worth of Walgreens stock when it was like 15, 20, you know, like at the very lowest it's ever been. He's like, and that one check just made the rest of their lives. Wow. Just, uh, just, you know. And now he owns CVS. And now he owns, yep, Clark. Valentin Shapiro. <laughs> That's his name. And boom, CV. And he became the biggest competitor. Why and he couldn't you him. make him a Gentile? I, I don't, don't think know. a Gentile would be. Is Shapiro. I just thought I knew a Valentin Shapiro. That was the VS I could for the VS I'd come up with. You think I wrote these names out? This isn't my freight train list. This is just a name I thought of right now. <laughs> Dude, that's great. So I want to ask you about something you, uh, I started, I saw a little bit of your story and, uh, I went to go back and it was, it was gone. I caught it at the end. I caught it at almost at a 24 hour mark. Uh, you had an interesting experience leaving Las Vegas last week. Is that correct? Dude, you talk about this sheep pride stock in Osco or yeah. a conglomerate, something. this woman, I met someone who I believe was very wealthy, Jim. Okay. And I had, uh, I was flying back from Vegas Early morning, mm -hmm. Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning. And originally, dude, I was, I got upgraded to first class. I love it. Oh, I love it too. That's a great moment. Doesn't happen often. Mm -mm. And I got up there and I'm like, this is great timing. I want to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking forward to, you know, catching up. Yeah. And then this woman comes in with a baby, like under two. Oh boy. No problem. No. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Kids. Fine. I mean, that sucks for them. Like, yeah, you right. empathize, right? They exactly. Got a lot going on. All good. Rare. But yeah. Then all of a sudden she gets up. Cause I was like, I, they were settled and I like started to doze because I was on the aisle. So then she's like, gets up and I'm like, okay. I thought she forgot something or I had sure. to go change his diaper or something. Mm -hmm. Then uh, here comes new, the new cast member. Like they were like, hey, you're out. And they moved in this woman with the <laughs> sled team. New Aunt Viv. They had, I couldn't tell how many dogs. I saw three dogs. Come on. And I couldn't tell how many they had. Unbelievable. It was a woman with her husband. They had four dogs. Unbelievable. All vested up. Bullshit. Like, the, oh. you know, I mean, dude, that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm just getting a vest that says I'm something else. Because that's what the therapy, <laughs> like, just put a vest uh -huh. on. Like, I, where are you going, officer? You're, you're, you're a police officer? Yeah. I have a, <laughs> my up. vest. Don't you see? Mm -hmm. This is my police chicken. Dude, she came in. Now, 
this is, I learned the FAA rule. They're very strict. Mm -hmm. You can only have two dogs in an aisle. That is. That's, <laughs> that's where they draw the line. Two dogs per mm -hmm. three seats. That makes sense. So she can't sit with her husband. Oh boy. They have too many dogs. They have too many dogs. Now, one of the dogs is... And they do have too many dogs. Let's just make that clear. They have four many dogs. That's four many dogs. <laughs> I have two too many. They have, they have like different, you know, it's like Secret Life of Pets. Uh -huh. They have, everyone has different shape, size, personality. One of right. the dogs was fairly big. Right. Um, so we get the two. One's in a bag. The other one's um, loose. Mm-hmm. And she comes in, she's on everything, dude. Like, I don't think she is. I think she's come right from the casino. I love it. Oh, I love, I just mean. Just reeking of booze. She didn't really reek. She just like, she was banged up. Yeah. And maybe some, something to help her relax on the sure. flight. I heard her say morphine at one point. <laughs> she had a, a shave kit of meds. Come on. I mean. A yeah, travel bag. Like a full top. Like her carry-on mm -hmm. was pharmaceuticals. Just like shaking like a maraca, just pills everywhere in that thing. She had Walgreens in her suitcase. I the guy it. that I had called on came out and was <laughs> like, what? You still don't have your presentation? <laughs> and you're like, I've been waiting 23 years for you. You piece of shit. How'd you end up in first class? <laughs> of course you have a hat on, loser. But you're not taking your tray down, are you? You don't have a laptop out yet? So she comes in with the dogs and, um, Jimmy, I had to just embrace it. Of course. It's like, of course. And I need content. Yep. yep. I'm like, Hey, I could get annoyed by this mm -hmm. or I could just say, Hey, this is funny. Let's chat it up. This a is bit. life. Let's That's connect. It. And, um, connect. We did Jim. Yeah. Lonnie and I, yeah. Her name was Lonnie. It's amazing. I mean, just that right there. It's like, she's got some dough. Sure. Lonnie. Lonnie. Cause you know, that's not her real name. Not her real at all. name is probably like Victoria. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. Margaret. Some old rich name. Yeah. Um, what do you think Lonnie's short for? Um, Lanita? Maybe. I think so. You think so? No, I don't. Yeah, it sounds made up. What do you think Lonnie Anderson was short for? Oh, that's a good one. I would think it's just like a nickname that came from uh, like an old, like, I don't know, Lauren's not really... Uh, would it be an L name? Anyway. Oh, I mean, do you, can I tell you real quick? Yeah. It is often short for Lonzo. Really? Or Lawrence. Lawrence. Um, that's like interesting. Lonzo Ball? Like Lonnie Ball. Lonnie Ball? Lonnie Smith? Like Lonzo Anderson. Well, yeah, you think, I remember Lonnie Smith. The yeah, that's true. Player. Yeah, and you got Lonnie Anderson. That's true. And then uh, Lonnie Dottie. Uh-huh. He likes to Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have... Uh, Lonnie mm -hmm. coming in the aisle. All right. So anyway, we're talking now. Okay. Like I got to engage her. I get the phone out, introduce her. Now, dude, the whole first class, it becomes like a dog park. And I was treating them like the, like this is a show now <laughs> guys. This is, we're all in on it. Yeah. Everyone knew Lonnie. What was her husband? Leo or something? Lonnie and Leo. That's great. Leon. Leon. Come on. She's talking to Leon from the seat. Leon like, and Lonnie. Are you... Babe, can you hand me back the, my meds, pass back. She, they're talking to each other from the, the you know, so they're, they have everyone's attention. Mm -hmm. um, flight attendant is telling her, you got to put your, your tray. She's like, okay, all right, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. Jim, she took her vape pen out. Come on. Vaped. Oh, yes. I mean, she's breaking blew, FAA regulations. Blew the smoke, the vape smoke. 
as she's talking to me twice, two big puffs. And then I saw it like kind of wash over her, her oh boy, you know, she was at smoke Valley CBD, <laughs> this couple sitting next to us dying, laughing. I'm dying laughing as she's vaping. And then she's like, Oh, I guess I can't do that. Oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, are you going to see your mom? I'm like, no, I'm not going home to see my mom. I have, I have family. I have oh, grabbed my face at some point, rub my face. Like, Oh, you're a little kid. You're a little, I thought you were 19. <laughs> she was on her way to Canada. Of course. Which I was going to later in the week. So uh -huh. we talked a little bit to Canada. Okay. Um, she, um, what else did she have going on? She ordered some milk at some point, which I thought was odd. She got, I don't know if that was something like coat her stomach. She knocked a drink over. Oh no. Knocked a drink over, went all, all over my shoe. Like dude, United Airlines, they were great. They came over to me. They gave me a gift card for, uh, you know, being Lonnie's friend for helping Lonnie get through the flight. That's unbelievable. Dude, bumpkin. Where is Bumpkin? I put that in my story. Like where one of the dogs is Bumpkin. Bumpkin? Like, where is Bumpkin? Where's Bumpkin? In the aisle. In the aisle. That's where Bumpkin <laughs> is. Bumpkin's trying to escape. I had a one-arm Bumpkin. I did have my trade on at this point because I had, they of feed course. you up there yeah. in first class. They what feed you, you like humans. Um, I had one of her dogs. <laughs> I said, fry this up, would you? She was passed out. That's and awesome. I handed her one soup? of the, uh, yeah, they, had a, they made a kebab of uh, Leon and Lonnie's Cavalry. What would you call that? The, the, what's, what's a group of dogs? I always say sled, uh, a sled, sled team. team or? That's what I would go with. A pack? A pack. A pack of dogs? Yeah, they came in with a pack. So, dude, she, um, I'm one arming mm -hmm. Bumpkin. And Bumpkin was small enough I could get him up. So I had to hold him. And then his feet are like dangling near <laughs> my omelet. <laughs> Really? Like I, he might be kicking up my omelet on Tilani. Unbelievable. Wouldn't that be great? That would be awesome. Just <laughs> that's, that's how she, she woke up. Egg, egg, egg shrapnel. Literally having an egg on her oh, face. Wait, what is that? What is <laughs> uh, bumpkins up, Lonnie. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought all my dogs. Oh, I have egg on my face. So I have him up in the air, Statue of Liberty bumpkin. Uh-huh. And um, kind of nudging her like, hey, Lonnie, Lonnie. Then the, the flight attendant came over. Dude, it was a, uh, it was an event. <laughs> I, I had to be imagine. on high alert. I, I had to sit with my, my legs. I had figured a, 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 a posture out where sure. I could keep bumpkin in there. The, you know, lucky <laughs> that I have become somewhat of a dog person. Yeah. I do have a different tolerance yeah. and level of patience Absolutely. because I put it in the story and some people are like, I would lose my mind or no way. And I get that. Right. I can, but also like, it was fine. Yeah. Kind of funny. Yeah. Just like, hey, it's this what is, it is, of course, this is, of course, this is happening. I mean, what are you going to do? All you can change is your reaction. Jim, right? when life gives you lemons. Ah, you make bumpkin aid. Yes, you do. That's what I've always said. Make lemon fluff. Make lemon fluff. Because <laughs> lemonade is a lot of sugar in it. Sure. It's true. We had a two dog guy on our flight on the way here. Two. He had it with two dogs, which I know you're like amateurs, but that was enough. I'm watching him go through security. Yeah. And these, first of all, uh, Katie's like, does his service dog have a service dog? Like, can you get to that level? Why does he have two? And these were like purebred, like he's holding one of them and the legs are like perfectly straight. Very regal. It was like, they were like the Westminster Kennel Club. Oh, they might be headed to, dogs. A, headed to a competition. It could be.
Do you think that they were service? I don't know. I mean, they were beautiful. They were like, and I guess they weren't wearing vests. So they were wearing sweater vests. That's how nice <laughs> they were. They had little bow ties on. It was great. Some are clearly not. Yeah. They're not agreed. trained. They're agreed. just rant, you know, rant, just you, you're getting your, you're taking your dog home. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But it's kind of spinning out of control, right? Uh, yeah, Absolutely. So we had, we had one guy with two dogs. It was only dog action we had. And then we had uh, a marching band, Come on. like a high school band, like just instruments everywhere, whole flight. Just like, I mean, we left half an hour late just from them being like, I, got, I don't know what to do with these oboes. We got to like, we got to, we have to check your guitar. And it was just, it was unbelievable. It was, I mean, it was fine, but it, you know, it didn't really affect it too much, but it was just like the most oddly shaped items in one place. You feel for the flight attendants on a flight like this. Is that a Brimley effect? We're talking I marching bands so. all the time. Talk marching band. I think we're not the only ones. And who they came ever, right on Jim? They did, but I think they were probably already booked for the flight. What were they wearing? They were just wearing normal clothes. I mean, they were, they were high school kids. I would imagine. You know what I mean? I don't know if they were marching. They were a band. They didn't walk in, in unison or anything, so I didn't really get to check their marching. I should just say they were a band. Dude, Palisac actually sent me a note about the marching band conversation oh, we yeah? just had. He's, he was like, that would be a great behind the music. <laughs> a marching On band? On the marching band. Like 87 people <laughs> that couldn't get along. He sent me a note last <laughs> week, too, and was like, uh, you guys should do a video in uh, New York of Batman trying to watch Jim stand up and being like, ah, this takes too long. <laughs> just leave it. That would be good uh-huh. at the three minute mark. <laughs> exactly. I got a lot of comments too on the uh, Southside Irish parade and I don't want to call anyone out, but there are a lot of uh, Southside Irish who are like, good for you. Not going. It's a pain in the ass drunk. I couldn't imagine it sober. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a big day to be out there. Like it's a lot of work to be out there sober. Hey, I can see that. I actually thought it was really just a nice time this year. The Absolutely. weather was beautiful. The music, the culture. You know, for a single guy, like, yeah, and not living in the neighborhood. Yeah. You might not even get as much out of it. I definitely still want to go, but it was like, you're not missing everything. We're going to get you out there. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Next year, Jim, you're going to be honorary. We'll, we'll get you out there. We're going to be, be on a float. Be marching. I would like that. would love to have I'll that. I'll get an oboe. We'll, we can get you out there with the, um, any of those parishes. We'll take you. I, I would love that. They're welcoming people. I love that. So, all right. So Lonnie, uh, right. you survived. You survived with Lonnie. They got so you. Do, yeah, uh, she was she was great. Felt bad saying bye to her. You know, it, it's it was difficult. She's who knows where she is. She was headed to Canada, dude. And then I was in Canada this weekend, mm-hmm. and I am very pro Canada right now, dude. The vibe was awesome up there. I, so many of my favorite people are from Canada. Montreal, uh-huh. dude. Go to Montreal, everyone. Go. Uh-huh. That's where you should go. Yeah. You know, people go to like these party towns: Vegas, Nashville. Yeah. New Orleans. You can find a lot of that in Montreal. Um, I don't know. The people are nice. They're welcoming. Very mm-hmm. The people that we saw this time that we worked with were very nice. Dude, love that city. Is it and it's more, not far. Is it more French than oh, very English? much. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I don't even know what, I don't know that they love being like part of the Canada that we, yeah. like the, the Canada that, that they project. That we think of. They're very much their own thing. Sure. Their first language is French. Okay. They are 97% Francais. Yeah. Bonjour. You, I, I came out and I said bonjour. Did you really? This woman that lives there, she was the photographer. She's a great photographer. Uh-huh. Johanny. She said, um, 
she was like giving us French lessons before the show. She was talking to Sebastian about like, como se, so you know, to say, go out there and say, say this, say that. And That's awesome. She said, we'll really connect with the people that were they'll very much appreciated. A little effort. You know, I walked into some stores. I was walking around uh, the Rue's, the Rue. The Rue? That, that, that's what they call their street. So okay. I, so I, was, I call them the Rue's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, since you're a local they're now. They're like right, right. Rue, Rue de Catherine. Mm. Rue, like they, they're Rue de Catherine. Sure. Catherine Street is our, they're like Michigan Avenue. Okay. And we, I was staying kind of near there. Sure. So I walk out of the hotel and I'm like, oh, boom, this is, look at this energy. Yeah. This is great. Let me get swept up in this. So I was, you know, I'm walking in some stores and you walk in like, bonjour. I love bonjour. it. And I'm bonjour. just like, bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Dude, I had a great story, a bonjour story. I have two bonjour stories. Yeah. One was I cannot stand Chip Carey. I'm sorry, dude. Not a, not a big fan? I wasn't a fan back in the day. You know, Chip Carey guys, Harry Carey's grandson. He's good, dude. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not bashing just him. Just not your but favorite announcer. This is when I was living with Cub fans and we sure. would fight about it. And then, you know, everything. Huh. Down to the announcers. Oh, yeah. you got Chip Carey. Yeah. It's like the Sammy Sosa days. <laughs> and he came up here, mm -hmm. homered in in Montreal. Oh, did he really? Yeah, and he hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit a home run, and uh, Chip Carey was like, "Bonjour." <laughs> and that was my big, my big example of anytime I would talk trash to my Cub fan friends. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you guys like Chip? Bonjour. My other bonjour story is uh, from my sister, Beth, mm -hmm. who teaches French. Absolutely. My sister is a French teacher at awesome. Lakeview High School. Well, she was teaching at a different high school in Chicago. Uh, I think it was Hyde Park Academy. And she was um, out. I forget what it was. like some fast food place picking stuff up. And sure. One of her students worked at this restaurant. Okay. And was uh, never in class. Mm -hmm. Never in class. <laughs> like, she, like notably missing mm -hmm. and uh, Out on the never around quite the character. Mm -hmm. And um, she was there and she's like, she said, <laughs> but loved the guy. Like she, he was, a, he was a funny kid. Yeah. And she's like, I was just there like by the counter. And all of a sudden like behind me, she's like, all I heard was bonjour. <laughs> she's like, and I turn around and there's my student who never comes to school. <laughs> At some point, I think when he was uh, at the end of the year, he gave her his prom picture uh -huh. and an envelope of cash. <laughs> that was the the end of year <laughs> parting gift. Oh, if what from the best student ever. <laughs> I don't. That's I don't have a lot of stories about my sister students, oh, but that is one of them. That's a great one. Bonjour. I love that about that part of Canada. One of my closest friends just moved up there, and every time I call him, and you know his voicemails like, "Hey, you've reached Aaron," and blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wrong. they do like the sales, right? So he does the English and French. I should probably not make fun of their language quite so like that. He'll do like his normal outgoing voicemail in English. Like, hey, this is Aaron. Please leave a message after the beep. And then he'll run it back like bonjour. Bonjour. It's you very, it's soft, right? It's it not is. a high octave. It's not a masculine language. And I mean that in a respectful it's, way. It's, it's okay key. to have a language that favors feminine and it sounds maybe more soft and gentle. And it just does. I just think it's Doesn't smooth. It? I think it's smooth. It's I think down it's here. not abrasive. It's, it's, down here. It's, not, it's not up here. You don't shout. Yeah. They make you lean in. Not, Bonjour. Right. It's not like yelling. I want to yell. I want to hear some French people screaming at each other. It's very the opposite of New York, right? Where you got to yell over everything. 
Yeah. That's another crazy thing about this city, by the way, not to go too back and forth, not to be too all over the place, Patrick, but like you like make a left and go half a block down and there's like a 40 DB drop in the decibel level around you. You know what I mean? Like you're on, you're on one of these main streets by Times Square and everything, or it's just chaos. And then you like duck in just a, a, an off street there. And it's just like, ah, just a little relaxation. How about a day like this when you're in the, the canyons here in the shade, it's, you know, 30 degrees and <laughs> yeah. the sun, it's 70. Unbelievable. You know, it'll blow you up. Absolutely. But that French energy there, I was picking up on it. A couple people there mentioned about the difference between them and like the other part of Canada. And, um, it was just interesting to me because that they, um, you know, yeah, just see themselves, you know, as separate. their own little thing. Yeah. I've got like a list. I've never been to Canada. It's on the, it's on the list. I, I, I want to go to Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. Those are the big three that I really want to go to and Newfoundland just cause I think they're kind of weird. I'd love to go out hour. there. I've never been out there. So then we went from Montreal to Toronto, another great city. Uh-huh. We started in Ottawa. Ottawa was a day trip. We just uh-huh. buzzed up there. And back. And then uh, Toronto was, was another great town. We had two nights, two nights there. And um, he had like the biggest Toronto crowd that they've had at that arena. It's called Scotiabank now. It used to be Air Canada. Mm-hmm. And he had sold that place out. And That's incredible. That's where the Raptors play. Yeah. I mean, you think about the size of these venues. The Maple Leafs, Jim. Ah. The, the, the hockey. Big hockey city. Up in Canada. Insane. Insanity. Absolutely. Vinsanity was there. Oh, yeah, you're when right. When they had Vince Carter as well on the Raptors. We are the North. Toronto is a great town. How hard is it to get across the border now? Not difficult. I mean, did we, we flew in uh, when I went in to Canada. Uh-huh. Buzzed right in. Okay. Came right into the States. It, yeah, it was, customs was not. Very simple. Yeah. I think it's different driving too, right? I would imagine. I've never, I just know so many people who have gone to Canada and the two things you hear about are just customs when you get to the border if you're driving. Make sure you're not messing around. And they will not let Americans in if they have a DUI. Oh, is that right? I don't right? know if that's true or not. That might just be more indicative of the people that I talk to. <laughs> my circle. Well, I've heard <laughs> an issue, but I've heard that. No, like, I heard this got... came up actually this weekend on the tour. Some mm-hmm. of the tour people were talking about it. And I guess that there's a Canadian way. Like it's a moneymaker for them. Ah. So you can hire a Canadian attorney and they can fix it so that when you go to customs, if you have a DUI in your past. Okay. But the way to do it is to hire a Canadian attorney. Okay. Is what I've heard. Interesting. Now, people probably think that that's what I did to get in there. <laughs> but I, no, you just changed your legal name. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, let's not start any false rumors. Just changed your identity. No, but it, yeah, it wasn't as, as uh, and they're changing the rules. Like I had to get tested. I had to do all that. Sure. But even that, they're, um, they're loosening. Good. As uh, cases increase. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's all over. Let's go. Oh, Uh, so Canada fun. uh, And then uh, March Madness is underway. You've been following this at all. You got squares. Like I'm I'm running a pool, dude. Are you? I'm running, dude. And I like, I think I sold too many squares. (laughs) I ran out of numbers. How many did you sell? I'm handing out situation. Like if <laughs> I've told people, if you, there's a power, you have power outage. If there's a power outage at the stadium, <laughs> if the scoreboard goes out, you're you, going to win. You win. Wouldn't that be good just to have like a, I'm in a disaster pool. Just a calamity pool. If the stadium's bombed, mm-hmm. I win. If uh, there's a. Earthquakes pay three to one. <laughs> You've got to have like a gimmick bet, right? Earthquakes pay three to one. But 
If it splits the floor, you get 10 to one. <laughs> you have a team unwilling to take floor. <laughs> Protest. <laughs> no, I was, I do have a couple pools, um, some numbers pools. Yeah. Uh, I have kind of been paying attention a little bit, you know. Yeah. But not diving right in. There's been some good games. They're really great. And some big upsets. We're in St. Peter's still in it. I, I, yeah, they are as of this recording. We're still um, right across here from there's yeah. a St. Peter's church nearby. SP, I, I barely, like, I knew that guy was a saint. I didn't even know it was a school, though. Like, I, my knowledge of St. Peter's sports is, uh, what is there? St. Peter's, this run started on St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. St. Peter tried to upstage St. Patrick, which I don't appreciate. But, <laughs> do you know where St. Peter's is in New Jersey, I believe? I believe that is correct. These are tough kids. Maybe and some of like, them went to St. Anthony's, the Hurley School. They're, like, just very New York. And they, they're just like, what? Who's next? Like, it's like, that's like they're at the Rucker. They're just like, hey, let's just, we can beat anybody. I love that about them. They're People from Jersey can sell that New York energy. Yeah. They can like, they just, we, we accept it. Like, we're like, oh, you're from New York? No, I'm from Jersey. Oh yeah. Okay. But still same, same. <laughs> But we don't treat people from the region that way, do we? Do no. We, do we? No. Northwest Indiana does not get to call themselves Chicago. You're not Griffin. from Chicago. Oh, Munster? Yeah, yeah. Well, you still, yeah. Definitely. Close enough. Like, Jersey gets that. Don't you feel that? I, well, because who's going to mess with Jersey? But Connecticut doesn't. Right over the, no. I mean, it just doesn't sound as tough. Those dogs that I saw were from Connecticut. Lonnie and her dogs were from Jersey. That's what I want to believe. Connecticut has the bedroom communities. <laughs> Is that what they call them? Don't you love those? That's what they, yeah, I, that's, I think that's what they called them, right? When they would commute from, like people just lived in Connecticut, but they all worked like in Manhattan. You know, so it's like, this is, we live in a bedroom community. It's just bedrooms. <laughs> Sounds very relaxing. Do you know their mascot? The bedroom community? No, I'm sorry. The, the, St. Peter's? The St. Peter's bedroom communities. The, the, uh, the, the gates, the golden gates? The peacocks. The bouncers? St. Peter is the patron saint of bouncers. Is that what it is? He's the one that works oh, the gates. true. He is. He's the one. He, he is. should be. Uh, the, the fake IDs. Yeah. Uh, it's the peacocks. He's working the door. That's exactly what it is. That's why you, when you, if you meet them, you gotta, you know, and they beat and this, we didn't get a chance to do this last week. I always love the tournament, the team names. They beat the San Francisco Dons. Bill Russell's alma mater. San Francisco, USF. San Francisco, yeah. Did you know they were the Dons? I, f I did know that. I did not. They're the, uh, the Notre Dame Dons too, I believe in, in, uh, Chicagoland, the high school. Oh, really? Aren't they the Dons? What are, who do they like? The Dons, the Rons. What are the names they didn't choose? What is like, What Don? about the Tonys? Who's the Tonys? There's a Tony team. No, but oh. just like, what are the names they didn't choose for? What about the San Francisco Toms? We have a Tom on the team. The Dons. It's just a, it's a refrigerator repair man with a name tag, Don. The guy's got a mustache. That's their mascot. Are they the, really the San Francisco mob bosses? Is that what the Don means here? <laughs> I think it has something to do with like the Catholics. It's a Catholic school, I believe, isn't it? Once used as a fancy way to address Spanish nobles, the usage of the Don title evolved to mean a distinguished gentleman. You know the type. That's what it says. You know the type. Oh, a distinguished. All right. You know who. Up until 1931, the programs were referred to as the USF Gray Fog. A tribute to the cool blanket that swaddles our city. Aw. Isn't that a nice way to put it? Swaddles. Aw. That's sweet. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just call it Don. They were a program for a while. A lot of those schools out, you know, that whole thing changed when like those small Catholic schools were dominant in yeah, college yeah, yeah. hoops. 
they still have some of that going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw Patrick Ewing um, all over Madison Square Garden. His picture is everywhere. Yeah. There was a great photo of him with Emmanuel Lewis. Really? Ewing and Emmanuel That's Lewis. That's awesome. And it was like, it was just hilarious. That's And great. then there was a dumbwaiter in my dressing room. Really? Don't so call get, him that. Is that how he got here? I'm sure. <laughs> Webster popped out of here and then ran and got the picture with the pick with Ewing? Love it. If Alex Karras knew about this. Did you see the dumbwaiter in the dressing room? I did not notice oh, the dumbwaiter. And I thought he was just a normal waiter. Yeah, we were uh, walking around and like all the, the pictures they have from events there. Uh-huh. Um, Liberace, the first yeah. WrestleMania gym uh, yes, right uh, there. Indeed. They had Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. Giant. Started it all. Liberace, Liberace was the ring announcer. Yeah. It was a fish banner from when fish sold out 13 nights in a row at MSG. Yeah, Billy Joel. Yeah. Billy Elton Joel, John. I hear, is doing a show here on Thursday night that uh, we're, we, we have a show or else we would maybe be attending. There's a fantastic pick of Elton John, like, on the keyboard, like, legs in midair, like, jumping. It's just a, it's a really, just, do you see it, Matt? Oh, it, just a really great pick of Elton John. Like, just awesome stuff there, just throughout MSG. Yeah, and there were a couple great, like, paintings, too, um, when we were going up last night. Yeah. there's They have an artist there that had, you know, I think it was Michael Jackson, Mick Jagger, uh, Weird Al, and um, I forget who the other one was. It was not Weird Al. And it was, <laughs> like, I was trying to think of a, of a better name for the fourth. Michael Jackson, Weird Al, Al Borland, <laughs> and uh, just all the, what if they had all the L's together? And Brimley. And Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Dude, I had a, uh, Oops, this is a roundabout way to go. All right. I don't even know we have time for this, but All I wanna, right. when Let's I was in Canada, it. I was uh-huh. watching a great film. I on, love it. On Golden Pond. Uh, okay. You talk about R. Kelly. Uh-huh. Sounds like his his movie. <laughs> okay. But no, it's not. Dale King. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> on Golden Pond. You wouldn't name a movie uh-uh. on Golden Pond. You can't uh-uh. even make this movie anymore. No. Like it says, there's no, Batman's not in it. Uh-huh. Spider-Man's not in not it. Not at all. It's not about a character. Nope. There's no explosions. Mm-mm. There's no... There is, I thought there was death in this. So this is, a, On Golden Pond is a classic movie. I've never seen it, which is going to surprise absolutely no one. Hey, you, this is not, I mean, come on, this predates yeah. you. I think it's 81. Yeah. I just remember it from like a kid. It was like a family movie. Mm-hmm. It was sad. And I remember my buddy Bobby being like, dude, he, you know, he dies, you know, like he, we were watching it like on tape. And he like wanted it to, to be sad, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Wanted to make you feel bad. When Henry Fonda like mm-hmm. keels over, like he's having an episode. And then I remember Bobby like just stopping, like, like act like the tape was broke. And he's like, yeah, dude, sucks. He dies. And then it's like, this is the end anyway. Like, you know, uh-huh. and I always thought he died. He doesn't sure. die. What? He bounces back and the movie ends with them like looking over the, the golden pond, which is not golden. And as a five-year-old, I kept waiting for that. Where's the, the gold water? You think it's going to, it's a movie. It's a movie, right? Nope. So, um, just got me on this rabbit hole. I'm not even going to get into the movie. Okay. I just, I'm like, d- didn't they win Academy Awards? Sure. Because I was watching it. Uh-huh. And I'm taken by Catherine Hepburn. Just an amazing performance. Really good. I mean. I, her acting. I, I can mean, imagine. Really. And, She's and, one and of the greatest think of all about her, like, she was in our lives. Like, we all knew who she was. Yeah. Like, they would bring her up on SNL, right? They would lampoon yeah. her. She was like a character that was absolutely. She was the fabric, right? Yep, well known. I feel of like our... we have less of that now. Mm-hmm. Less of like the connection to those older people. Yeah. Less of you know. So I'm like, so she, sure enough, she did win the Academy Award. He won the Academy Award, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like 
sent me on this uh, rabbit hole. The of that Academy Awards, okay. the eighty-two hosted. Who, who do you think's hosting this? Eighty-two, Billy Crystal. No, it's um, Sinbad. It's too early for Sinbad. No, who is who? Who was hosting this? It was um, Appleseed. Appleseed. Johnny Carson. Perry Scott. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Carson's hosting it. Appleseed so that's the energy, Scott. dude. And I'm looking, dude. Chariots of Fire. I never saw this. That never was that one best picture. Mm-hmm. Won the um, won the best soundtrack too, which I fight back on. Do you? Because Raiders are a lost art. Ah, it's a good one. So interesting. Best song that mm-hmm. year was, um, uh, do you know this was from, we're, we're out here right now, Between the Moon and New York City. Do you know that that was a- No. That's it, the theme song from Arthur. Wow. Christopher uh, Cross. Like, if you get caught between, that's yeah. Arthur. The Dudley Moore? Dudley Moore, the drunken- Unbelievable. Com- yeah, that's from that. Awesome. I he had actually no idea. says Arthur in the <laughs> lyrics. Kind of makes it like- <laughs> So anyway, that wins song of the year. Raiders uh-huh. of the Lost Ark, though, is I, I'm like, dude, that should win soundtrack. Yeah. Chariots of Fire has that one good song. That's unbelievable. Which is by, um, it's actually a dude. It's um, like when you hear that song, you, you picture like an orchestra like that. Yeah. It's like a Yanni type dude. Mm-hmm. Angelicus. Um, but anyway, I was looking up the, um, that year was the first year they did best makeup. Okay. In an American Werewolf in London one. Uh huh. Do you remember this movie? I, I know of it. See, I'm bringing shit up that you're not even. I, I mean, it's so it's early '80s, right? <laughs> American Werewolf in London. It was like a comedy horror. John Landis. Uh huh. And um, yeah. So American Werewolf. I dude, I just had completely forgotten about this that movie. Didn't even existed. And it was. I just remember it being funny and scary, and it was like legit both. Sure. Um, but what I found interesting is it's John Landis, and they win this Academy Award and it spins into Michael Jackson hiring John Lannis for Thriller. Oh, wow. That's how that came together. Really? It's because like, of that movie? Yeah. And then the um, Catherine Hepburn was up for the Academy Award versus Maureen Stapleton. Maureen Stapleton, dude, mm. is Wilford Brimley's wife what? in Cocoon. Wow. She's the mom in Johnny Dangerously. All back to, oh, wow, okay. She had a career, dude. All back to. I was to reading about her. She was friends with Marilyn Monroe. Really? And, um, she, yeah. That's incredible. Friends with Mar- Marilyn, you know who Marilyn Monroe? Ma- you know Manson, uh, Manson character from <laughs> Too Close for Comfort? <laughs> I, we had a Too Close for Comfort reference today. I was talking about The Warriors, which might be my favorite New York movie. Have we talked about the Warriors? Oh my gosh! I understand it's isn't so Hadley much in better. That? Had, isn't that a prison movie? It's no, or it's like gang, uh, it's like the Wanderer. It's like a gang movie, right? Yeah. The Warriors are coming out. Yeah, they're like I a, there's seen like a that big, forever. It's a 1979 movie, and there's a big like uh, gang summit in New York, and this little like ragtag gang of rapscallions, the Warriors, like see a murder, and everyone tries to blame it on them, and they're trying to get back home to Coney Island. Right. That's like the whole premise of the movie. Aren't we all trying to Aren't get to Coney Island? Island? Yeah. So, and they're just trying to make it through New York with like every gang in New York chasing them. And there was only two people from this movie who ever did anything. And one of them was the radio DJ who was like uh, alerting all the gangs about like w- their location. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's, it's 1979, right? There's no social media or anything. And they're all after these guys. So uh, there was just, you just see her face, you just see her mouth. And it's one of the greatest characters. And she would just be like, you know, uh, 
uh, I'm just making this up, but like uh, uh, our friends from uh, Coney Island are out by the, you know, Port Authority station. You know what I mean? Like on the hip hop station. Right. And they like everyone just knew where to go to look for them and everything. And she was the police chief on where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Wow. And one of the warriors was the brunette daughter from Too Close for Comfort. Oh my gosh. Those are the only two people I've ever seen in anything else. For <laughs> I don't remember movie. the Carmen San Diego show at all. What? No. Oh, oh that is hilarious. Though. That is back up my alley. That I is love a little that, younger than like, you. You haven't seen this. You probably didn't see like, No, I haven't seen that. 1981. But how about this one from 79? <laughs> I remember this one clearly. It's my, it's the like, other one was in too close for comfort. <laughs> you made a too close for comfort <laughs> reference. That Maureen Stapleton, though, dude, that mom from mm-hmm. uh, Giant Dangerously, who had this unbelievable career, like she's like one of those people that you know, but you know, she was like one shy of the EGOT, like just Ooh. never won a Grammy. Really? But she had been, EGOT? had been nominated for one. She was in Bye Bye Birdie. I was in Bye Bye Birdie. Bobby and I did Bye Bye Birdie in uh, our eighth grade. We're like seventh grade. We were like the, the weightlifters. That's and awesome. Why'd you get, we get pinned? You, you know Bye Bye Birdie, Jim? No. Oh, man. We're going to have to cover that one the next when we do our special <laughs> musicals from the 1960s. But American Werewolf of London, they said, spawn this generation of that new genre of like comedy, thriller. Sure. Beetlejuice, Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Like those movies came out after that. And it's like, you never like think of it that way. You're just like, oh, of course those movies came out. A whole genre. Of course that Love stuff it. just happened. Um would like, would you consider Young Frankenstein to maybe even be like a precursor of that genre? Or is that a little bit different still? No, I bet that would be kind of in there. In that vein? Yeah. And now something I feel like the Brits do very well with like all the Shaun of the Deads and stuff like that. Well, that whole zombie, you know, yeah. movement, yeah, which I'm not really that into. No. I like zombie land. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, okay, I don't like the um, superhero stuff. What else is out there? Oh, well, we have vampires. <laughs> Or zombies, or like, is anyone doing the real stuff anymore? That's why I was watching that movie on Golden Pond. Like, that's a real, that's a real family. That's yeah. a real characters. Yeah. Like, can we get back to that? <laughs> because the real shit <laughs> has to be addressed. On Golden Pond, just like to me, seems like, a, okay, like when I was a kid, right? Uh, we found a porno, okay? When I was like a, a young teenager, we found a porno that was titled Grapes of Wrath. And you didn't have to like hide it. You didn't have to like, you know, because no one would ever go, oh, let's watch the Grapes of Wrath VHS. And On Golden Pond seems like one of those movies to me that like you could hide stuff on because no one's ever going to grab the VHS of On Golden Pond and put it in. Do you know who the star of Grapes of Wrath is? No. It's Henry Fonda. Is it really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) How did you pick? I think he's Jed. He's the guy. I've never seen it. It was very different than what I expected. Was the, I was was like, the porno a was the porno a grapes of wrath theme? It was not. Like it was not. I'm sick of this dust bowl. <laughs> I'm leaving you. Go find us some broads in California. Sick of your dusty bowl. <laughs> dusty bowl. It was not. I have however it's a whole grapes of wrath. They're, they're on the the jalopy. <laughs> it's just Jed and a bunch of <laughs> bunch of girls. I do remember like some TV show, probably an SNL or something, lampooning. You know porn titles. And I do remember on golden blonde being one of the names that they would use for like a, for like a fake porn title on golden blonde, mm-hmm. just to really bring all this together on golden blonde. <laughs> what were the other ones back uh, in the it's day? The only one I, I mean, there's every 
like you can just make them all the time, right? Oh yeah, there were yeah, Forest Hump was mm-hmm. definitely That's a one. really good one. There were some. There were some. <laughs> now I can't think of any of them, of course. Well, there's some ones that you just can't say. Jungle Beaver. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honey, I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We should go. What do you got coming up? Oh, boy. What do I have coming up? Well, Jim, we're, we're living out here in New York City. Um, I'm here all week, so this is going to be fun. We have um, tonight we're off. I'm actually going to go to the Knickerbockers game Ooh. with Sebastian. We're heading to the game tonight. And then tomorrow we have the Prudential Center. Barclays on Thursday. Friday is what I'm most excited about. I'm yeah. going to a big show on Friday. I'm oh, going to um, Josephine's play, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. That's a good one. She is a speaking role, Jim. She's really? a bookkeeper and a villager. That's awesome. She has to talk to Belle as she's running through town. That's awesome. So yeah, no, it'd be cool. I'm going to go back for that. And then we're back. I'm coming back here Saturday. We have a show on Long Island uh, where the um, the Islanders play. Uh-huh. The, the new UBS. The new stadium. Uh-huh. The UBS port. Man. I'm going to plug in to the UB, USB or whatever <laughs> the hell it's called. Arena. What's it called? I that, cannot I get those letters in a row. UBS. I think it's UBS because the, the other one's USB. And then back, uh, then Albany Monday night. So I'm not back in Chicago till next Tuesday. Unbelievable. So we're going to have to do. Yeah, we're going to do long. Well, I say that. I'm coming, going Friday yeah, for the show. Third day. I want to hear yeah. about this. I'm going to a play in a couple of weeks. My niece is doing her first play. And uh, I was like, I want to Is Katie s- taking you? Uh, no. Great question. <laughs> no, this is a children's one. Um, I might take her. Um, but it's a, uh, and I'm like, you know, who are you in the play? And she's like, I don't know if you should really come see it. My character just gets st- scared and runs off the stage all the time. What? I'm like, that's exactly why I want to go. Are you kidding me? I want, like, that's, that's the best character to me. Like, Why is what she running from? I have no idea, but I wonder if that's just what they do. Like, if kids are scared and, like, don't want to really be in the play, they're like, you know what? You just stand there and cry a lot. You well, pee a little. You just, you're the guy who pees a little whenever you're out in front of the cameras. What if the play is about you reacting to the Impractical Jokers? <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> You get there and it's like, welcome to live Impractical Jokers with Jim, Jim Flat. <laughs> I just run up too. <laughs> and your niece comes out and she's just got a red, a red beard oh and she's God. dressed like you. And she's, ah, my tummy hurts and runs behind the curtain, just dies backstage. Oh, and it's all just a simulation. I love it. Of you, Jim. I love and it. The camera zooms in on you. And then the episode ends. I love it. And we move on to 126. What do you got got this week? Um, This week, I'm uh, just doing some stuff locally, but I will say April 3rd, I'm headlining the Milwaukee Improv for the first time. It's a Sunday. Uh, I'd love to get some people out there. Promo code Jim is going to get you some uh, discounted tickets. Uh, Just J-I-M in the promo code. Uh, April 3rd, Sunday, Milwaukee Improv. And then uh, I think the 29th, I'm doing just a one-night only headlining Zanies in Chicago. Dude, that is awesome. And can you spell the uh, promo code for them one more time? Yeah, so it's J as in Jim, I as in I, (laughs) and M is in the second M in Eminem. I'd really love for you guys to come out there to see me in Milwaukee. Um, but I am going to tell you how to spell Jim. Because mm-hmm. I respect you so much. I think you're very intelligent. <laughs> if you need me to teach you how to purchase tickets or anything, feel free to DM Dude, Patrick. I, I love that you're headlining the Improv in Milwaukee. Yeah, That's going to be amazing. It's a, it's a really great venue. I'm very excited to be out there. Uh, and then uh, and then again, headlining uh, Old Town, Chicago, people keep asking. So I'm really excited to be out there in Milwaukee, April 3rd. A lot of Chicago folks asking. I will be headlining Zanies in Chicago, April 29th. That is a Friday night, people. Yeah. See Jimmy on a Friday night in Chicago. 
Good times, man. And uh, Milwaukee, that sounds like a lot of fun, too. I know we got some uh, brims up there, so make sure you come out and see Jimmy. I'm going to be on this Sebastian run for a while. We're going on to St. Augustine, Florida. I'm looking forward to that. A little bit of a Midwest run with Sebastian in the middle of April. Uh, we could talk about that later in the month. But yeah. Going, going through, like, Green Bay and Iowa and stuff. So I love it. Love you guys out there. Keep listening. We'd love to get some reviews out of you. We'll go out some uh, Brimley banter next week. You got it. We'll see you then. Bye.